What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In These Quarantines. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Juggernauts. Let's jump right in, shall we? So, we got our first look at the upcoming um, Lord of the Rings TV series coming to Amazon. And it was actually a fantastic one minute trailer for me, actually. Um, I saw my observations about this show. It's ridiculously expensive, um, boasting about $400 million for the first season alone, which has about like $50 million plus for each episode. Like, that's literally film budget. This isn't this doesn't have to do with like um Daredevil budget or Game of Thrones where it was like 12 million to 15 million an episode. This is 15 million. Literally, Joker was about 50 million dollar plus budget as well. So seriously, this show has no reason to be shit. Because you know obviously with that amount of budget, the CGI and practical effects will probably you know look really, really good, but the story needs to justify it as well. Was the issue at a bit of time as much as i enjoyed that show generally speaking anyway um still the characters kind of lacked i found them lacking to be honest yes the you know effects were nice and the cgi was pretty cool and things like that the scale and the cinematography was awesome as well but, but truth be told i didn't really dig the characters that well and uh, i was a little bit disappointed to be honest i hope this thing doesn't happen to lord of the rings to be honest and in, in light of the upcoming TV series, actually, we already have a kind of spin-off, animated spin-off in the works, called The War of Rohirrim. Rohirrim, I can never pronounce it well anyway. Um, and it's meant to be like a companion piece to the Peter Jackson original trilogy. So, and of course, it becomes Amazon as well. And Amazon is doing pretty well in the animation department, to be honest. I mean, with um, Invincible and then Legend of Box Machina, those were pretty solid animations. So I'm curious to see what do you do with this i'm not the biggest lord of the rings fan to be honest and i'm not the very vast in that lore but i do enjoy the world and i mean the impact is there with the lord of the rings and a lot of you know modern fantasy so i'm definitely curious to see how this pans out and i'm, I'm really excited to, for the show in september um the cast is crazy with so many characters i mean they had a, a 23 um individual posters for their characters and um it's really curious i'm really curious to see i don't I don't know if there's any big name actors in this, which is not a bad thing. I mean, considering the budget they spend, I'm sure already, I'm not surprised if can get relative, relative unknowns. I'm sure there'll be some familiar character actors we've seen in TV, but I'm really curious about this and I really, really hope it's good, man, for their own sake. Seriously, I know Amazon has that much money that even if the show isn't acclaimed after season one, they would probably grant season, season two anyways, but I really want the show to be good, man. Speaking of Amazon, um, I really got around to watch Richard recently, finished Richard. I actually enjoyed it, man. The irony is that, I mean, it's one of the most generic and predictable shows I've seen in a long time. I mean, literally every person I saw thought was going to be the bad guy was the bad guy. There was barely any twist at the end. I mean, even the twist was kind of obvious. Um, but regardless, though, the show was good. And that, I think that says, says a lot about a TV series or a movie. Story and characters are the most important thing, you know? You don't have to, you don't have to reinvent the wheel necessarily you could use a very basic story but make the characters entertaining and engaging and i reached and i reached did a very good job portraying jack creature and dude you could feel the intensity of him when he walked into a room or when someone is trying to be rude is being rude to him or something i liked his, his portrayal of this kind of taxi-turn protagonist you know that's there's ready to throw down when they need when there's need be and to be honest man i could definitely see alan richie playing like Doom guy with Doom reboot or Blashovich from Wolfenstein um, live action movie or something. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. The side characters were also really fun. 
um, the, uh, the, the the black guy, the black cop. Oh man, I forget his real name. Um, Goodwin, I think Matthew Goodwin. He was an eye zombie as well. She, she was really fun. Willa Fitzgerald was really good as well as a supporting car- character as well. And I really enjoyed the show overall. To be honest, yeah, I have some issues towards the finale. Had this wonky CGI fire that was a bit not too noticeable, but the fighting was pretty cool. Um, the story was engaging. There's a lot of exposition, but was you know. Um, and some monster twirling kind of villains that were kind of obviously bad guys. But other than that, there was a simple story, and I actually like what they're doing with this, and I would like to see more of it anyway. Alright, moving on. Um You know it's not a new month or week without an acclaimed director complaining about a Marvel t- Marvel or Super movies. Now we have the acclaimed Godfather director Francis Ford Coppola himself. Um and he has actually come out to make a statement. He says, um, what is a Marvel picture? A Marvel picture is one prototype movie that is made over and over and over again to look different. Now, he's not entirely wrong, necessarily with his, with his comments. The fact that Marvel movies are prototype movies, I kind of agree with that on a level. But there's logic to that. These movies are interconnected. They are power part of a, an expansive universe, right? So you cannot have the, their tone be so drastic like something from... Um, game night or, or to something like to seven or you want the f- a movie to be like um aliens and then another one like the proposal it doesn't make any sense they need to have a, some so, a form of cohesion and i mean look you could say that they're all painted to look a bit different but the truth is ant-man is not the same as doctor strange they may both have humor but ant-man is way more light-hearted compared to doctor strange captain america winter and the winter soldier is way more um kind of serious with these things compared to something like as aloofy as guardians of the galaxy but yet they've done it such a good job in establishing these characters in their movies that when they meet on screen there's no disconnect when you're watching them um, i don't really agree obviously agree with his um point but it is what it is and um i really hope that People will stop complaining about this thing, even though I don't really care because people are going to enjoy what they enjoy. The only good thing I like about Francis for Coppola is compared to the others that have complained, he's actually doing something about it because now reports came out that he's come out of retirement to direct a movie which is going to self finance, which I really think is commendable because it's really difficult to get a movie financed in Hollywood, no matter how big you are. Hell, even Matt Scorsese had problem financing the Irishman before he went to Netflix. So, um, it's called the Megapol- Megalopolis, and I believe it's $120 million of his own money from his pocket. So, look, I'm going to give kudos to kudos is due, man. Um, I really respect what he's doing, but one thing that makes me interesting about his comments is the fact that he said that he even argues that even good films such as Dune and No Time to Die feels, no Time to Die feels similar, which I disagree with entirely because he was of the notion that just because they both have action sequences or like a chase sequence, that they are the same. It does like comparing um, something like um, Fight Club yeah to something like top gun because they both have a scene where someone is topless and um, someone yeah someone's topless so someone in shirt which doesn't make any sense to me um i really think marvel movies superhero movies are, are just dominating right now because they are, they are the in thing um people should just get on board with it or not you know this doesn't mean you have to love them um they're gonna keep making money until you know maybe they don't or until a problem shift occurs and that's what i have to say about that anyway all right wrapping things up actually um so we are kind with Uncharted came out and as much as I actually enjoyed the movie, I didn't love it. Um, I actually enjoyed the movie regardless and critics didn't like the movie but def- the audience definitely did with a 90% Rotten Tomato score. Uh, the movie's also doing well 
commercially in the box office, making about 200 million dollars already, which means it has made past his budget and is on track to double his budget, which will at least put it in a green zone of profitability. Um, now we have the Last of Us TV series coming on HBO. We have Halo dropping, I believe, this month, which I'm really excited for. I like what I've seen so far. And um, we have announcements of Twisted Metal, Metal Gear Solid, and among other things. Although those ones don't really have any more, more tangibility to them for now. And along the line, we have one that's been announced, and this is something that I think actually lends itself very well to a live action adaptation, and that is Fallout. Now, Fallout is a post-apocalyptic video game um, set in the 1950s, 60s era in America, and you know it has to do with the nuclear war, uh, nuclear winter that have occurs, you know, and people spend decades in a bunker and be and then they come against uh, upon an irradiated land filled with mutated beings and um, kind of you know um, radioactive entities and things like that. I do believe that there's so much potential for this to work in live action. We already have post-apocalyptic kind of stories that have been told and things like Children of Men, The Road, The Walking Dead, among other things. So I, I don't see why this can work either. Um, and the lead cast has been announced, who is Walter Goggins, who you guys might know him as. Um, um, uh, he's one of those underrated actors, you know, that just appears in everything from Sons of Anarchy to Justified to Vice Principles, really funny Vice Principles. Hell, he was even Sonny Birch. The forgettable character in um, Antoine the Wasp, which wasn't his fault because I mean, that character shouldn't have been in the movie at all. But yeah, he's, he's a really fantastic actor. Uh, I think, I believe he's one of those actors that, you know, is really underrated, kind of like on the, in, in the same vein with people like Ben Foster and Chibetel and Geoffrey and David Yellow. I really love what he does. He brings a certain kind of pizzazz to the screen. I loved him in Hateful Eight significantly and i really hope i'm looking forward to what he brings to this all we know so far by his character is that he's um based on a ghoul from the games and ghouls are basically these entities that have been mutated that humans have been exposed to so much radiation and have mutated past their kind of cognitive function that they become kind of zombified creatures so this will be an interesting take to focus on probably his brain uh, on his life maybe after the explosion after the nuclear the nuclear explosion and how he kind of Fended with the world and everything. I really look, I think there's so much potential with this. Um, Amazon's, like I said, Amazon's doing so well. I mean, the unpopular for me, I believe Amazon's actually doing better than Netflix. I think the only streaming service or let's say studio, TV studio, that I know I can rely on for quality entertainment, like the really having the message would be HBO because Netflix has a lot of good ones that really, really dominate and come in your face, but they have a lot of shitty ones as well. Amazon, for me, has a better good to bad ratio. Um, they, they do way more good shows and bad shows, in my opinion, compared to many others apart from HBO. And so far, I've loved everything they've done so far. I mean, like Richard, Jack Ryan, The Babylons, and Mrs. Maisel, which I'm watching, watching season four, three or four right now, which is really fantastic. You know, Undone, Upload, which is into Chela Dropped, which looks really fantastic as well. The Legend of Vox Machina, um, Sneaky Pete, Jesus, they have so much, so many good shows. The Boys, Invincible, and what have you. So I'm really looking forward to this Amazon, uh, sorry, to this Fallout show. I think it's really ripe. On a good, and, and one thing I really hope they do, and they should try and learn from video game adaptations like Castlevania and um, and um, Arcane, is look. As long as the core essential element of the uh, source material is there, which is the fact that it takes place in a post-apocalyptic nuclear winter. No one cares about any character from the game. Like you, you can make reference, obviously, you can reference the Brotherhood of Steel and many other factions and characters in the game. 
but original story will be fine that an original working story with well-developed fleshed out characters is all people care about Arcane is acclaimed and no one cares about whether it's faithful to the original story to the video game or not same with um, Castlevania such a well de- well executed show that you know no one cares whether it follows a particular video game just make a good show and that's what that matters anyway thanks for you guys time today and thanks for tuning in um, remember to stay safe look after your, lo- your lo- loved ones and really hope that all this wars and tension that's going on right now will be placated soon um, as, o- as always guys thanks for tuning in i've been your host juggernaut and until next time stay safe and stay tuned